here. The, 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 uh, we will be looking at the subject, the pathway. Amen. The pathway to blossom. We'll be looking at that subject uh, because God gave us His word at the beginning of the year that this year is going to be our year to blossom. Amen. And I believe it. I don't know about you, but I believe it. I believe it with all of my heart, with all of my spirit that this year I'm going to blossom. As a matter of fact, can I testify? Yeah. Um, I am. I'm seeing that already in my life. Um, I'm experiencing some, you know, uh, some awesome testimonies about the good goodness of the lord god is uh, intervening there's an intervention of god in areas of my life as i'm talking to you right now um like never before something different from what i experienced last year i can testify to that and and even myself i'm beginning to wonder god this is awesome my mind is is being enlarged i'm beginning to think bigger because of what he's doing at the moment because of you know the way things are moving most especially in my business i'm beginning to think i think indeed it is a time to break forth is a time for that god wants to expand things in my personal life i can testify about that and and i want you to know that you have you're going to have a testimony as well i believe that everyone that believes the word of god you've heard it and you believe it you will have a testimony you, you just need to ensure that you know as we're dishing out this word as we're looking at it bit by bit every week don't take it for granted don't take it for as a religious as a religious um uh, exercise that you're just coming to church um yeah just because it's sunday and then you come to hear the word of no i want you to see it as if you've gone to university you're going to have a degree there's going to be an outcome you're looking forward to the outcome and you are and you are working on the things that you learn the things that you learn when we come together we look at the word of god and how many of us know that the bible says that faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of god without faith you cannot please god are we together so we need to understand those things so don't take our coming together on sunday as if well we just want to charge oh the church was good. no 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 we need to be serious minded like the berean christian the bible says that everything they heard in church they went back home to go and check whether it's real and because when they find it to be real then they believe it and they start working on it i want you to know that faith and works must be together in order for us to get results in all areas of our life if you have faith there is and there is no work you get no result listen folks I want you to understand the fact that what we are doing is a spiritual thing, right? Can I hear amen? Our coming together every Sunday is what? It's spiritual. It's to nurture our spirit man. It's to take care of our spirit man. When you don't have that opportunity, no, thank God for his grace and his mercy that he will still kind of, you know, move in our life the way he wants to do. But when you nurture your spirit man, it gives you the opportunity, it gives you the grace, it gives you the ability to be able to accomplish the things that he has ordained for you. The Bible says that God is spirit. Can I hear amen? How many of us believe that? Is that God is spirit and anybody that wants to worship God must worship him in spirit and in what? In truth. So we, the reason why we are coming together is because we want to connect with God. Somebody say amen. And because God is spirit, so we are building up our spirit man so that our spirit man will have the opportunity to connect with God. And you need to connect with God because he is the one that is in charge of your life. Are we together? So we call him father. And you know that this father is a spiritual father. So, and we have to connect with him because he's our father. Somebody say amen. We connect with him in things of the spirit. And how do we do that? We do that as we come together, you know, in prayer, whether on Wednesday, whether on Saturday, whether on Sunday, every time we do that, what we're doing is we are connecting with the Father. And we're connecting with him because we believe in his purpose, his plans for our lives, and we want to fulfill that purpose and plan. So if you neglect that area, if you walk away, if you, if you, if you don't pay attention to that area, if you neglect your spiritual um, the spiritual aspect of one's life then you are neglecting the most important part of of our lives because how many of us believe that our destiny is more important than anything i don't know about you purpose and destiny is more important than anything to me because i want to fulfill purpose in life i said i want to fulfill purpose in life i want to fulfill the purpose of god the plans of god what god what god has in stock for me i want to ensure that at the end of the day you know I walk in line with the purpose and plan of God. 
and 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 that's why when i don't take spiritual things you know i don't take it lightly i take it in such a way that it's a matter of life and and it is a matter of life praise god so please i beg you uh, god has given us his word that this year you blossom somebody say amen to that i'm gonna blossom this year i'm blossoming already uh, tell us a neighbor <laughs> i am blossoming already personally i can test honestly i can testify to that i am blossoming already i'm seeing things happening in my life right now um, that indicate that connotes and represent the accuracy of the word of god that he has given unto us amen so and and you and i you know that uh when we hear the word of god like that we don't take it for granted we sit on it we, we camp around it and so we've been camping around this is the beginning of the year now uh, three months is gone and we are still camping around that word and i don't know i don't know how long uh it's going to allow us to continue to do this for but i know the three months is gone and we are still here so but this morning i i want to just take us on a journey a little bit further as we are looking at that word that god gave us isaiah 27 verse 6 if you can project it that will be fine that's the word isaiah 27 verse 6 you know and god gave us that word that you know as many as come they will be rooted in jacob amen he said and we will spring forth will bird will blossom this year amen and 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 i want us to just kind of uh, you know let, let, let's let's open to that scripture and just read isaiah 27 and please um i want you to don't this is not a time to do anything else this is the time to this echo where is it coming from can we do something about it praise god praise god. isaiah 27 verse 6 amen the bible says that those who come it shall cause to take root in jacob uh, of course in that scripture he was talking about a generation of people that those who come god will ask uh, he will give them the opportunity he will cause them to do what to take root in Jacob, and he said, Israel shall blossom and bud, and fill the face of the world with fruit. Hallelujah. I'll read it again for emphasis. He said, Those who come, it shall cause to take root in Jacob, Israel shall blossom and bud, and fill the face of the world with fruit. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. We give you praise and honor and adoration once again this particular moment, uh, as you are giving us the opportunity to even look into your word bless your word in our hearts let it be that at the end of the day the word will do us good um that you have fruits indeed to show forth uh for what we have learned at your feet spirit of god take from the heart of god given to us let your name alone be glorified in this place satan will bind you you have no place in this meeting this morning we cast you out only the spirit of god is allowed to move in this house thank you father in jesus mighty name we pray and the people say and the people say so we've been examining this word for quite a while now we've um, kind of come to a point whereby we recognize the significance of 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 jacob within the context of the world the, the significance of jacob and israel you can't take those two names out of this scripture uh, as it said it shall cause them that come uh, of Jacob to take root. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, 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 is there anything that we need to touch in this thing? Amen. So we, we've seen that. And, 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 and in, in our course of looking at the scriptures over the weeks now, we've come to a point whereby we realize that we need to find the pathway to blossom. We'll be looking at that pathway to blossom. How on our way to blossom we know god has given us a promise and indeed he has used the man uh, by the name jacob and, and, and of course we know jacob and israel is the same man he has used the, as 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 a pathway as a landmark as a satnap for us so those who come those who come you you will give them the opportunity to be rooted uh, uh, in jacob and then he went to say that israel will blossom and bought and fill the face of the world so we began to examine if this year is a year that I'm going to blossom, what's the pathway? What are the landmarks on the way? Can we look at the life of Jacob and we can begin to pick things? So we began to look at the life of, of, of Jacob and we began to pick some things. Amen? 
and, and you and I were now the uh, as part of what we in the life of, of Jacob, we, 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 we spoke about his blessing. Amen? So we, we, we identify that one of the things that makes Jacob to blossom, number one, was that the blessing was upon him. And we agreed as well that the blessing is upon us. I don't know about you, but I know I'm blessed. No, I don't know about you, but I know I'm blessed. Because God said, I mean, the Bible says that God has blessed me with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Are we together? And because I'm part of the covenant of Abraham, Abrahamic covenant as well. We read that. We saw it in, in the book of Romans. We saw it in Galatians as well. We are Abraham's seed. And because we are seed, then we are entitled to the blessings of Abraham. So I walk in blessing on a daily basis. I, there is no doubt about my blessing. What I'm going through is now, is now, is now, you know, whatever the challenge might be, it doesn't negate the fact that I am blessed. So I need to have a mindset. You need to have that mindset. As a matter of fact, even Abraham himself, not until when he had the mindset of the blessings of God, he was not able to experience the promise of God. Is anybody here for 25 years? He waited, waited, waited. But there comes a time whereby, you know what, Abraham, your mind is, is working against you. And the Bible says that God brought him out of his house and then began to show him that, listen, look at the things that I want to do with you. And God has to change his mind. And what did Abraham do in response to that? The Bible says that he changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. Sarah's name was changed as well. Can I hear amen in the house? So one thing I want us to understand is if God says that this year is going to be the year that's going to blossom, you better understand this. Uh, not just the spiritual aspect, but your mind has to begin to walk uh, and begin to say, this year I'm blossoming this year. Are we together? So we, we saw that, that the blessing was upon him. And you and I, therefore, if you are going to experience the, the, the manifestation of his promise, what he has given us this year in terms of his word or uh, to blossom, I need to walk with a blessed mind, a blessed mindset, blessed mentality. I need to be uh, thinking in that way. I'm not cursed. I am blessed. And to be blessed means that I have all it takes in order to expand, to grow, to, to blossom. I have everything in me. Is in me already, already, already is a me. <laughs> Are we together? So it's not something that I'm, I'm struggling for, but I'm blessed already. Are we to, and we saw that in the life of Jacob that when he was living home, uh, in, in the scriptures that we read, he left with nothing, isn't it? When he was being sent away, when he, when, when he, was, he was being sent away by his dad and his mom, uh, by, 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 you know, when, when Isaac and, 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 and Rebecca were sending him out of the house because his brother wanted to kill him, he left home with nothing. He, he, he had just a staff, a rod in his hand. That was all he left with. And then he went on that journey. But when he was going to return many years later, of course, the scripture says he came in two companies. He had everything. He had more than enough. I mean, you can imagine from nothing to greatness, to something, to having more than anything that anybody can ever think about. Isn't that amazing? Praise God. I said praise God. Extremely amazing. Why? Because the blessing was upon him. So all he left with, apart from the staff, all he left with, apart from a bottle of oil, all he left with was nothing but the blessing. But the blessing was just there. So wherever you go, I want you to know, uh, uh, regardless of whatever the hostility might be out there, you need to work with the revelation of the fact that you are blessed. And because you are blessed, things have to work for you. I said things have to work for you. It may be working against every other person outside there, but because you carry the blessing, somebody say the blessing is upon me. Because the blessing is upon you, things have to work for you in a different way. Are we together? So at work, on the street, in the neighborhood, uh, we need to have that mindset that the blessing is upon you. And over and over again, the scripture repeated that. We saw that in the, in, 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 in the word of God. We can, from Genesis to Revelation, you, be, you, continue, you, you continue to see that God kept on affirming and, and confirming that you are blessed. You are blessed. Even salvation is a blessing. To be blessed means you are empowered to prosper. Is anybody here with me? You are empowered to do what? To prosper you you there is something that is in you 
not something you are looking for, but something in you already that makes you to be different from every other person. Anywhere you go, walk with the mindset that you are the blessed one here. At work, have that mindset. I'm blessed. And because I'm blessed, nothing can work against me. If anything at all, all things will work together for my good. Uh, are we together? Even if things, you know, all things has to work together. And at the end of the day, in the midst of hostility, in the midst of resistance, in the midst of crisis, in the midst of tears, because you carry the blessing, everything has to be into your favor. Somebody say the blessing. So we can see on the pathway to blossom, the first thing that we recognize is the blessing. The blessing is upon him. You are blessed. I am blessed. Hallelujah. We are blessed as the people of God, as the, as the seed of Abraham. Because we are part of the covenant of Abraham, we are blessed. Lift your voice and just thank him that you are blessed. Come on, just thank him this morning that you are blessed. Okay, I, 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 I thought you would be excited. I haven't established that. I am blessed. You are not cursed. No curse can work in your life. No, 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 no. No divination can work in your life because you are blessed. You are the blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. You are blessed going out. You are blessed coming in. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and the people say, Amen. But not only did we see that, the second thing that we saw in the life of Jacob was that we recognized the presence of God. Remember, we are talking about the pathway to blossom. If I'm going to blossom, if I'm going to birth, if I'm going to spread forth, if I'm making my journey to the land that is called blossom, what are the things that I need to be conscious about? So, number one, uh, the blessing. I'm conscious of the blessings of God. I know I am blessed. I'm the blessed seed. And that's not pride. It's because I am who God says I am. The second thing is the presence of God. We look at the life of, of Jacob and we saw that God was with him continually. He carried the presence of God wherever he went. As a matter of fact, the first night when he left home, God, God made himself known to him. He revealed himself at Bethel. You remember? You know, when, when, when the first day it was night, and when it was night, the scripture says he couldn't go further. So he went into, uh, he, he got a, a, a stone. Hallelujah. And then he lay down and while he was sleeping, the heavens opened. And the Bible says that when the heavens opened, he was he saw angels. And when he did that, he said, God is in this place and I don't even know. And God spoke to him in that, in, in, in that season. God spoke to him and gave him his word. He said, I am the God of your fathers. Amen. And gave him that. You know, on this journey that you are going, don't worry, I'm going to be with you. I will see you through. And when he woke up, he said, oh, God is in this place. And I don't even know. He said, this is no other place. This is what? This is the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. And throughout his sojourn, every now and then in the house of Laban, uh, while he was working for Laban, we can see the hand and the presence of God in his life. So the first thing is the blessing. The second thing is the presence of God. Remember, we are trying to help ourselves here from what God has spoken unto us because we just don't want to have the word of God without understanding it. God said, we're going to blossom this year. And we're looking at what can he help us in order to blossom. So we have recognized that because the blessing is upon us. Number two, we recognize the impact of the presence of God. And that's why, you know, people, listen, our gathering together, while we are praying, while we are fellowshipping, while we are uh, on Sundays, on Saturdays, anytime, what we are doing is we are cultivating the presence of God. Somebody say amen. When we gather together as we have done this morning, what are we trying to do? We are, we are cultivating, we are activating the presence of God. Why? Because the presence of God is very, is central to whatever God wants to do in your life. There are many things that we cannot do by ourselves. Okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm alone. I said there are many aspects of my life where I know I can't handle. So I need God. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, don't pretend you truly need God. I don't know about you. I need God. I don't want to pretend. 
I need the presence of God. I need God to be to, to step into my situation. I need God to help me. I, I need God to encourage me. I need God to give me some some you know some inspiration, some motivation. I need God to 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 to, to just be there because I know there are issues, areas of my life that I cannot handle. And we saw that in the life of 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 of, of, of Jacob as well. His presence. As a matter of fact, he testified. We'll read one of the scriptures in a minute whereby he testified that if not for God that was with me, uh, I would have been taken advantage of. So that's number two. We saw that the presence of God. But this morning, within the little time that we have, I want us to look at another landmark on this pathway to blossom. What, what else can we see in the life of Jacob as we are believing God that this is a year that we're going to blossom? What else can we see? Can we recognize in the life of Jacob that we can, we can, it can become an example for us? And the third thing we're going to see in the life of Jacob this morning that I want us to look at is, is industry, is hard work, is service. Somebody say service. No, say it's loud. Jacob Jacob demonstrated, if you look at his life very well, you will see that Jacob worked very, 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 very hard. Somebody say worked hard. Jacob worked so hard. He served. In order for him to blossom, he was a man of service. He served powerfully. Somebody say amen. He, he worked so hard. You will say that. So he was not someone that was depending on miracle. I mean, even though he had the covenant, the promise, even though God was within and I want you to repeat, please understand this. Yet, he still have to serve and walk very hard. Even though he believed in God, he had faith in God, he still have to serve and walk hard in order to blossom. We live in a generation that we think everything is going to be by miracle. Are you with me? We, we live in a generation whereby church leaders are trying to fool many people and say just keep on praying, 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 praying and then you do nothing and you think you're going to get something no it's not going to happen you look at the life of Abraham you look at the life of Isaac you look at the life of Jacob you see service, hard work they worked <laughs> somebody say amen for them to experience the blessings of God for them to experience all the things that God did in their life they worked for it. So I wanted to go with me. Let us go this morning to Genesis 29 for scriptures. And please get your pen, get your paper, make sure you write. Are we together? Are we still together? So this year, how did it come about all this? Thing? So in, 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 in Genesis 29, I'm going to read from verse 15. The Bible says that. Then Laban said to Jacob, because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? I want you to underline that word. Should you therefore serve me for nothing? I don't know what version we have here. Um, uh, the word serve, serve. Would you serve me for nothing? Jacob, Jacob was the son of, of who? Of, 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 of Rebekah, isn't he? The wife of Isaac and Rebekah was the sister of Laban. So they were relatives, they were related. But now, when it comes to reality, uh, Laban, uh, and, and we know the story. As a matter of fact, I think maybe we can even start from verse, let's start from verse 1 of that scripture so that we can enjoy it very well. The Bible says that in verse 1 so Jacob went on on his journey and came to the land of the people of the east and he looked and saw a well in the field and behold there were three flocks of sheep lying by it for out of that well they watered the flocks a large stone was on the well's mark now all the flocks will be gathered there and they will roll the stone from the well's mouth water the sheep and put the stone back in its place on the well's mouth and jacob said to them brethren 
where are you from? And they said, we are from Haran. Then he said to them, do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, we know him. We know him. So he said to them, is he well? And they said, he is well. And look, his daughter Rachel coming with the sheep. Then he said, look, it is still a high day. It is not time for the cattle to be gathered together. Water the sheep and go and feed them. But they said, oh, we cannot until all the flocks are gathered together. And they have rolled the stone from the wells. Now then we water the sheep. Now, while he was still speaking with them, listen to this. Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. And it came to pass when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter uh, of, of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth. Nobody asked him to do that. He just did it. Are we together? And what are the flock of Laban, his mother's brother? Nobody asked him to do that. He just did it. Somebody say service. But not just that. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was Rebekah's son. So she ran and told her father. Verse 13. Then it came to pass when Laban heard the report about Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. I want you to see his service is beginning to make way for him now. What he did is beginning to make way for him now. Rebecca didn't ask him to do it. The, the people there didn't ask him to do it, but the little that he did, uh, Rebecca was so excited, ran back home, left the sheep, and went to tell his father, I found somebody who did A, B, C, D for me. And then the man said, really? The Bible says that the man ran out of the house as well, and he went to meet Jacob. Somebody say service. Hard work. And he was so excited. And he said, come on, let's go home. So the first thing, remember, he left home with nothing. No money in his pocket. Nothing. He slept in the wilderness the first night. And now he got to a place of just nowhere where people were just gathered. But the first thing that you will see was that his service there opened the door for him and he had accommodation. Free one. Is anybody here with me? I'm talking about the power of hard work and service when you are ready to serve. Anytime you are thinking of service, most of us this morning that we have come, we have come to serve one way or the other. God will never forget you. Because God never forget. He, God understands service. He knows what it is. The day will come that you will have your paybacks. Is anybody here with me? The, the payback, the days will come when God will reward you. People would not know. They will just be looking at you. Their things are working for you. They don't know that it's the little things that you are doing that God has seen. And it's using that because of your faithfulness, because of your service, it's using that to pay you back. Look at what happened there. Brought him to his house and he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, surely that was my bone and my flesh. And he abode with them. Listen to this. The space of what? One month. So at least one month rent free to start with. And remember when he was living home as well. The mom said, you know what? Just go away for a period of one month. That's what the mom said. So that the anger and the frustration that was brewing in the heart of Esau would have succeeded. And then you can come back. So after one month, what happened? Somebody say service. The man had so much served within that period of one month. He had so much impressed Laban to such an extent that after one month, Laban doesn't want him to go again. This is what I wanted to understand, church. That's why it is always good for us to distinguish ourselves in the place of service most especially in our generation because when the time comes that companies want to fire people when they want to let people go they don't let go the best hands they don't let go people that have served they don't let go people that have actually that are you have you have you have you have distinguished yourself is anybody here no they don't they don't want the best hands to go they want the lazy hands to go 
They will start from the lazy ones first. So here it is, after a period of one, just one month, Jacob had proved himself in such a way that Laban doesn't want him to go again. And he said, and Laban said unto Jacob, because you are my brother, you know, listen, listen to this. Because thou my brother, shouldest thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me what shall your wages be. You have a job here, man. Praise God. Somebody say service. I'm challenging you because I want you to know that. I don't want you to be shouting, you know, it's my year of blossom. I'm going to blossom this year. You know, then you are doing nothing. And you're shouting, it's my year of blossoming until December. No, 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 no. You will just be, it's not going to work. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, the blessing is upon you. Can I hear amen? Yes, God is in your life. Just like it is in his life. But he didn't stop there. He has to work. Somebody say work. He had to serve. And not just work. Work rigorously. Listen. You can't serve me for that. But one thing is he has made his mark. I challenge you. Please make your mark at work. You see, when you make your mark, when we make our marks at work or in anything they give to us, they don't dictate our salary. We tell people how much we're going to earn. Am I speaking to somebody? He said, what do you want in wages? <laughs> Tell me your wages. And Laban had two daughters. Listen, listen. The Bible said the name, of, the name of the elder was Leah and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed. But Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel. <laughs> and said, I will serve I will serve. I will serve. I will walk hard. I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. <laughs> so in this one month, all that Jacob has been thinking about is just eyes just kind of looking at you know Rachel. So when the opportunity comes and he said, How much is your money? He said, No, I don't want money. I want Rachel. I will serve you. Somebody say, sir. And he said, I will serve you for seven. I don't know how much that's going to be, but to be honest, I'm going to serve you seven solid years. And listen, and Liban said, it is better that I give the earth to thee, that, uh, than that I should give to another man. Abide with me. When you have proven yourself in your career, in your business, in, in, your, in, your, in your work, when you have distinguished yourself, people want to identify with you. They want to keep you. Are we together? We are looking at the pathway to blossom. You don't blossom over just jumping and you know, making. No, no, no. You blossom when you are given to service. Praise God. I said, praise God. Abide with me. And the scripture says, and Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And guess what? Hey, Lord, help me this morning. And they seemed unto him but a few Somebody say seven years equals to a few days. Huh? He served seven years, but the seven years was like nothing because, you know, how, how do you equate seven years to a few days? When you enjoy what you are doing, when you are committed to what you are doing, when you are passionate about what you are doing, everything seems like goes fast when you have a vision when you have objective when you are when you are focused on what you want to the outcome of your actions when you are doing things it doesn't matter the pain the challenge and everything i mean seven solid years the bible says it just turned out as few days and Jacob said unto laban Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled that I may go into her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah. Listen, this is where it gets a little bit weird. I served you for Rachel in the night season. The scripture says he prepared Leah and gave Leah to, to Jacob. And Jacob, for who he is, he didn't check anything. <laughs> I, I still don't get it. Maybe when we get to heaven, I will ask. I will go and ask him what happened that night. Because the thing is, you know the person you're begging for. They gave you someone else, and you didn't check until the next day. 
The Bible says that, and it came to pass in the that he took Leah and brought her to him, and he went into her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zilpah, in other words, as maid for a handmaid. Verse 25. And it came to pass that in the morning, somebody say in the morning, so what happened all night? For Christ, for crying aloud, didn't know anything. So in the morning, behold, it was Leah. Okay, really? So you didn't recognize the voice in the night. You didn't recognize what that. And the speakers when it was all the things, you you pick nothing. In the morning, it was in the morning that you now realize that. Uh, I mean, it's another thing. Now. I won't talk about it today. But, but yeah, it was. He said, "Behold, it was." There. And he said to Laban, "What is it that thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve? I, I want you to keep on seeing that word. Did I not serve? Did I not serve with thee for Rachel?" Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Liban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the first one. But why didn't you tell him that before? Verse 27. Now fulfill a week. Listen. And we will give thee this also for the service. Somebody say service. Say hard work. So if you want Rachel as well, you want Rachel as well, then go another, another weeks that turns to years, which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. And Jacob did so. Can I hear amen there? And Jacob did so. And Jacob did so. He was so, so desperate about what he wanted. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Leah, fine. Come in. I didn't have you in mind, but come. You can join the thing. But you see, in the process of time, God had a plan for Jacob that 12 princes are going to come out of his loins and they're going to come from four women. Somebody say amen. And Jacob did so and fulfilled a week. And he gave him Rachel, his daughter, to a wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter's below, his handmaid to be a maid. Listen, verse 30. And he went in also unto Rachel. And he loved also Rachel more than Leah. And served with him yet seven other years. Listen, seven years huh? for the first wife, seven years for the second wife, and after that, he now served additional seven years, 21 years of service in order for him to blossom. You can read the rest of the story. How eventually it was as a result of within that 24 years that he raised the family. The 12 sons and daughters that he heard, it was within that 21 years that he raised them. Is anybody still here with me this morning? We are talking about service here this morning. The third landmark that we can see in the life of Jacob on our pathway to blossom. Somebody say aloud, Amen. So he served 21 years. So it's within this period of time that he got everything that he heard in terms of family within that 21 years. But he didn't just return with family. Within that 21 years, he had assets as well. He got many assets. Livestock that was even bigger than that of Laban. Genesis 30. Genesis 30. In Genesis chapter 30, you will hear this as well. And I'm reading from verse. Let me read from verse 25. The Bible says that, And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph, that Jacob said to Laban, Send me away, that I may go to my own place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I have served you. I, I hope you can see that word again and again and again. Are you excited that you are serving in the house of the Lord? I do encourage that you are serving in the house of the Lord. That's why I pity people when there is no commitment, when they are not serving, when they are not doing anything in the house of God. Yes, you are, you are 
Christian, you know, you have the blessing. Yes, you have, um, you, 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 you know, you have the presence of God, but you need to serve. That's why God said, I will put a difference. Somebody say difference. Between those who serve me and those who serve me not. Service is not just about coming to church on Sunday and lifting up a year, but there's no, you're not giving anything in. No, it's more than that. Is somebody here with me? And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away that I may go unto my own place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I serve, for whom I have served thee, and let me go. For thou knowest my service which I have done thee. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, listen, if I had found favor in your eyes, tarry. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> if I find favor in your eyes, don't go. If I find favor, favor in your eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed oh, me for your sake. Because He carried the blessing. That's why your employers are not supposed to fire you because you carry the blessing. They need you. Come on, I said they need you. They need you more than you need them. Because the blessing is upon you. I said the blessing is upon you. So now it was Laban that's now negotiating with Jacob. said, tell me how much do you want? Tell me your wages. Don't go. Because I've learned by experience that God has blessed me because of you. Somebody say service. Oh God, help me this month. I feel like preaching myself out of something. And he said... How many of us know that that's the second time that he asked him, please don't go? Don't, probably the third time, don't go, don't go. He said, and he said, Appoint me your wages and I will give it. And he said unto him, You knowest how I have served thee and how thy cattle was with me. For it was little, oh, it was little when. Uh, thou addest before I came, it wasn't much, you don't have many, uh, and, and it is now increased unto a multitude. Who would fire such an employee? Are you happy you are in the house this morning? Are you excited to be in the house this morning? So as Christians, we need to we need to have a different mindset that anywhere I get, even if it's little when I get there. It has to increase. This is the template for us. That's why we can't afford to give up whatever it is. He said, it was very small when I came in. Your business wasn't big. It wasn't huge. But I came in, and when I came in, and everything had increased unto multitude. You remember the story of Joseph as well? The same thing. You go through the scriptures when, it, when people of God that carries the grace and anointing, when you step into a place, things change. Everything turns around. Many of us, we are yet to deploy the anointing and the grace that we carry that can turn things around in the places where we have found yourself. And the Lord has blessed thee since my coming. Ha! Oh, Lord, I, I, I love the blessing. I love the blessing of Jacob, honestly. I mean, since my coming and now when shall I provide for my own house also and he said again, again he asked what shall I give you what do you want and Jacob said that shall not give me anything you know the first time he was wife he said but this time around I'm going to change what I'm looking for when you are when you are given to service in your place of prayer, you can talk to God. You can negotiate with Him. God, this is what I want. And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. If thou will do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep your flock. I, I, I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from them all the speckled and spotted cattle and all the brown cattle among the sheep and the spotted and speckled among the goats. And of such shall be my ayah. That's the beginning of, that's how he began to create wealth. Before then, he had nothing. He said, don't give me money. I don't want money. What I want is, let me go through the flock. I will pick some strange ones, the spotted and the speckled, which are not many. I will pick them. 
that will be my wages. Listen to what the man says. He says, so shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come, when he shall come for my eye before thy face. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brand among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. And Liban said, behold, how would it might be according to your word? Oh, when your word begins to count, Jesus Christ, when your employer needs to wait, they have to wait for you to speak before they decide. Yeah? Everybody is speaking, but he said, Tommy has not said anything. Are we together? Because they know you carry something. And I've enjoyed that again and again in my interactions with people in my community. I've enjoyed that. They want me to say something, they're waiting for my word. First, so that they know which direction they're going to sway. They, they, they know which direction we're going to turn. Somebody say amen here. Oh Lord, help me. And he says, uh, 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 and he removed that day the e goats that was rain streaked and spotted, and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted, and every one that had some white in it, and all the brand among the sheep, and gave them into the hand of his son. Listen, he took all those, you know few ones that are there and gave it to the hands of his son and what did he do and set three days journey between himself and jacob and jacob's fed the rest of laban's flock so he said is that what you want pick all those things give it to the sons of jacob you go three days journey far away from us so that there will be no uh, no 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 conflict of interest no confusion go and be doing your things somewhere <laughs> and jacob took him rods of green poplar and of the azel and and chestnut and tree and peeled white streaks on them and made the white appear which was in the rods and he set the rods which he had peeled before the flocks in the gutters in the watering troughs when the flocks came to drink that they should conceive when they came to drink and the flocks conceived before the rods and what is it that they conceive when they conceive the bible says and they brought forth cattle rinse spray rinse trick speckle and spotted and those were the wages of somebody. Whose wages were they? Jacob's wages. And Jacob did separate the lambs and set the face of the flock towards the winter. And all the brand in the flock of Laban. And he put his own flock by themselves and put them not onto Laban's cattle. That was how every time, <laughs> every time Laban's cattle were going to give back, they were given back to the ones that Jacob had chosen as his wages. And God gave him that strategy. And it came to pass, whensoever the stronger cattle did conceive that Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the garden, that they might conceive among the rods. But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in. So the feebler were Laban's and the strongest were Jacob's. Is anybody here with me this morning? He got the family through hard work, through service. Now, what about the flock? His assets. He got that through service as well. Somebody say amen. I'm saying this morning because I want to emphasize one thing to you. Yes, faith is great. But faith without work is dead. You have to show me your faith and I will show you my works. Listen, this thing about industry, this thing about working hard, this thing about service, it didn't stop with just Jacob. When eventually Jacob took his family to Egypt to have the best of the land, there is only one question that Pharaoh in that day asked when Joseph brought the family. There is one question that he asked them. What was the question? What is your occupation? Let's read. Is anybody here with me? Are we still together this morning? So ask your neighbor, what is your occupation? Don't just, we can't just have church and think, oh, by praying and fasting and prophesying and say all sort of things and some, you know, uh, things that doesn't even line up in the scripture, things are going to happen. No, you have to walk even God walked. Is anybody here? I said God did what? He walked. 
The scripture says he worked six days out of seven. And then just one day, he called Sabbath the day of rest. Jesus worked so hard, so hard, really hard. Go, to, go with me to the book of Genesis chapter 47. So 46 actually. 46. 46. Quickly. And I'll bring this to a close in a few minutes. Genesis 46. Let me read from verse 28. The Bible says, listen to this. The Bible says that, Then uh, he sent Judah before him to Joseph to uh, point out before him the way to Goshen. And he came to the land of Goshen. So Joseph made ready his chariot and went up to Goshen to meet his father, Israel. And he presented himself to him and fell on his neck and wept on his neck a good while. And Israel said to Joseph, now, now let me die since I have seen your face because you are still alive. Then Jesus said to his brothers and his uh, father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and say to him, my brothers and those of my father's house who were in the land of Canaan have come to me. And the men are shepherds for their occupation. Somebody say occupation. Their occupation has been to feed livestock and they have brought their livestock their earth and all that they have so it shall be when pharaoh calls you listen to this it shall be when pharaoh calls you and says what is your what is your occupation i don't know what it says here and what is your occupation you can't stay here without occupation <laughs> we're going to give you the best of the land Goshen, but you need to have occupation you need to be occupied church so this is this is joseph trying to let them know that listen when you appear before pharaoh there's only one question that is going to ask you you remember as at this time joseph was a big man he was a prime minister in egypt so he knows what the policy of the nation was and as at that time that listen if you are going to stay here you need to have a work you need to have a job so he will ask you only one question and it's on that condition that you can have the best of the land and what is that question the question was what is your occupation the moment you can satisfy that then you have the best of the land and listen let's go are we still together on this that you should say to you should say your servant occupation has been with livestock from our youth even till now both we and our and also our fathers that you may dwell in the land that you may dwell in the land tell him this is what we do so that you can dwell in the land of goshen for every shepherd is an abomination to egyptians chapter 47 verse 1 then joseph went and told pharaoh listen to this and said my father and my brothers their flocks and their earths and all that they possess have come from the land of Canaan and indeed they are in the land of Goshen and he took five men from among his brothers and presented them to Pharaoh then Pharaoh said to his brothers what was the question that Pharaoh asked please what's the question what is your occupation Joseph I told them when you appear before him he's going to ask you one question what have you brought what are you bringing on the table <laughs> what are you bringing to this economy right you're not just coming empty-handed and coming to claim oh our brother is the prime minister no 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 i mean they have the privilege of doing that but no joseph said no it's not gonna work you need to have something that you are doing service you need to have something that you are committed to because if you don't Pharaoh will not, he will be a little bit. When you ask him what is your going, I say, you know, uh, we, um, we are spiritual people. Uh, we are the, we are the uh, children. Uh, we are the children of Abraham, Isaac, and, and, and we know we have the, the blessing is upon us. And, uh, you know, anybody that blesses us is blessed. Anybody that causes us, you know, he doesn't say, hey, what's your occupation? Hey, we're not interested in all those things. Is anybody here with me? And they were quick to respond that this is what we do. And Pharaoh said, the land is before you. So the occupation, that one question opens the entire nation. You're wondering the reason why many Christians are not progressing, they are not prospering the way they're supposed to? Because we're too spiritual. All we're doing is we're praying, we're fasting, banging our legs, praising God and think that's the thing. No. You need 
service you need industry you need hard work is anybody here with me listen to this i need to have this before i drop the mic in addition to service two other things you're going to see in the life of of jacob is determination somebody say determination somebody will say but, but where did you get that pastor you will see that he was so determined that even when he was beguiled by Laban concerning Rachel, right? And he was given Leah. He still said, no, I want Rachel. And I'm ready to do whatever it takes in order to get Rachel. I'm ready to do another seven years. He was determined. Do you know what you want? Somebody say amen. We're talking about pathway to blossom. Do you know what you want? Are you walking towards what you want or just what you get on the, on the way? What somebody drops on your lap and it looks like a substitute. But he was determined. He knew, he knew what he wanted from the scratch. And because he knew what he wanted, he was not going to go for a substitute. He was not going to go for Leah instead of Rachel. He said, well, I've got Leah, but I want Rachel. Are we together? Do you know what you want? That's one thing I want you to pick. But not only that, is this determination, this determination and focus as well, got him to such an extent that even when his wages were changed ten times, please, church, look at me. Please don't sleep here. Don't 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 miss this for anything. How many times? Can you imagine your wages being changed ten times? Been manipulated ten times. The Bible says that it was not deterred. Let's look at that scripture in, in, in Genesis thirty-one. Listen to this, Genesis thirty-one. Are you determined to 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 blossom this year? Are you determined to experience what God wants you to experience? In Genesis thirty-one verse thirty-six, listen to what the scripture says. The Bible says, Then Jacob was angry and rebuked Laban. And Jacob answered and said to Laban, What is my trespass? What is my sin? that uh, you have so hardly pursued me although you have searched all my things what part of your household things have you found set it here before my brethren and your brethren that, that they may judge between us both these 20 years i have been with you your ears and your female gods have not miscarried they are young listen and i have not eaten the rams of your flock that which was stoned by beast i did not bring to you i bought the loss of it you required it from my hand whether stolen by day or stolen by night there it was in the day the drought consumed me and the frost by night and my sleep departed from my eyes thus i have been in your house 20 years i served you 14 years for your two daughters and six years for your flock and you have changed my wages ten times unless the god of my father the god of abraham and the fear of isaac had been with me surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed god has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands somebody say amen and the labor of my hands and the labor of my hands and the labor of my hands and rebuke you last night god looks at the labor of your hand in order to do something for you are we together huh god looks at what labor of your hand industry service commitment on it's because of that god looked at all those things and he came to my aid and rebuke you last night let's rise up on our faith this morning this is where we round up and I want you to pray for yourself. You know, we round up with the scripture, Proverbs 12. Amen? I said, amen. amen. What is it that's written in Proverbs 12, verse 24? Listen, the scripture says that there is a hand that is called the diligent hand. Huh? And it's the diligent hand that will be a rule. Proverbs 12. We bring it to a close this morning. You want to blossom, you want to have, you know, abundance this year as, as we go. Uh, the scripture says, Proverbs 12, verse 24, right? The Bible says that the hand of the diligent will rule. 
not the hand of the lazy. Huh? The hand of the diligent shall bear what? Shall bear the rule. The hand of the diligent will rule. But the lazy man will be what? Will be put to forced labor. <laughs> Hello, church. The diligent one, hardworking one, someone given to service, committed, the one that is given to labor with the anointing of God over his life, the presence of God, with the blessing upon him, you will bear rule. But anyone that is lazy and just confessing, I am the head of no detail. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Jacob didn't prosper by miracle money. Money come now. And you are doing nothing. Ha, no. It's poverty that will come. Emptiness. No. Angels didn't bring money. Angels didn't bring all those things to Jacob. He worked for it. He labored for it. Is anybody here? So the Bible says that the diligent hand. Somebody said diligent hand. That's the one that will be a rule. That's the one that would have dominion. That's the one that will blossom. That's the one that will experience the promise of God. That will see things happening. But a lazy one. He said it will come under what? It will be under tribute. It will be forced into labor. It will be the one that have to be, you know, just have nothing to offer. Lift your voice this morning and pray. Lord, 